Welcome to Truth Talk. This is your host, Larry Bryant. And the truth is out there. You know, are you willing to seek it? You know, it's readily available for us, but uh, we have to to look for us. Uh, sometimes it's right in front of our face, but uh, it will reveal itself to us, but especially if we are uh, are looking for it. You know, God's, uh, God's word is good. And, uh, you know, sometimes I think... Uh, um if if we've uh, you know if we're, if we're a little more seasoned you know if we've uh, read the bible if we've been a christian for a while um we start maybe uh taking things for granted uh but um you know we need to dig back in the word of god because you know even though you think you may know a, um, a certain bible story there's always a, a new aspect that that you can sort of glean from it. There's there's uh, new things because you know you are growing. Hopefully, you know we all are growing, and so as we grow and and mature, uh, we can see uh, you know, new things uh, within this. We can make more connections. So. Uh, you know, even though, though you've been around for a while, it's good to go back in and, and uh, read some of these Bible stories and and uh, see what uh, what God is speaking to you in this season in your life. Um, now, on the flip side of that, you know, there's um, a ton of people today that uh, are just unchurched. They uh, they have no idea uh, the things in the Bible. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about the story of, uh, of Joseph, and that might be a very uh, familiar story to, to some of us. But to others, uh, you know, that might be uh, a, a new story. And, uh, um, you know, one, one of the things I do, I teach in a, a, a school, a Christian-based um, school, uh, Expression Prep Academy here in in Huntington, but you know uh, a Christian school. Sometimes people want to use a Christian school as just a a place for Christian kids. Well, I mean that's good. We want Christian kids in a Christian school. Yeah, we want them to get that that good base of education and and uh, you know miss some of that stuff that might be in in the public schools. But there's a lot of, um, uh, let's say, unchurched kids out there, too. And if we can get them into these Christian schools, um, then we can help you know, mold them and model them, and we can uh, you know, get the, pour the Word of God into them. Um, yeah, I've, I've, I teach a Bible class, and, and uh, you know, so, some of our kids, they're, uh, you know, some of them, they, they know a little bit about the Bible, but there's some that, uh, that don't know uh, a whole lot. And so when you talk about Joseph or, or someone like that, it's, it's completely new to them. Um, and so that's, uh, uh, you know, that's a good thing that, that at least now they're, they're hearing it. But uh, uh, let's take a look here. And what do we talk, like I said, about Joseph? And you may already know a little bit about Joseph. You know, he's uh, uh, the son of Jacob. Uh, you know, he's the, the younger son here. He's got some uh, brothers. You know, Jacob uh, in the Bible, um, you know, we've got Abraham, Isaac, and, and Jacob. Uh, and 
uh, you know, Jacob is sort of uh, getting up uh, a little bit in, in years. Um, you know, at at that time, you know, some of these characters had uh, multiple wives. Uh, Jacob did too, and and you know, um, he's got a lot of older kids, and so Joseph is um, is uh, a young one uh, here, uh, and. And we see, uh, well, we'll take up in, in chapter 37 of, of Genesis. And in the second verse, it lets us know that uh, Joseph was uh, 17 years old. And he's out um, tending the flock with his brothers. Um, and a lot, a lot of his brothers are, are half-brothers, okay? They're, they're his brothers by his dad, but uh, they have different mothers. Uh, but they're his brothers, and so he's out here in the field, and it says that, uh, uh, you know, evidently uh, some of them was goofing off or doing some, some things, and they weren't tending the sheep or, or whatever. And it says uh, Joseph uh, brought a bad report uh, uh, of them to his father. So uh, Joseph sort of uh, told all his brothers for not doing maybe what they should have been doing. <clears throat> well, um, his brothers kind of get mad at him. <laughs> you know, hey, he's telling on us. He's tattling on us, you know, and uh, uh, and they they hold a grudge against him. And uh, and then there's some other, you know, there, there's a lot of uh, dynamics going on here. You know, every family, no matter what family it is, there's there's family dynamics. OK, there's some good things that's going on. And then occasionally there's some craziness that goes on. That's every family okay yeah, none of us are, are exempt from that and so there's some of that craziness that's going on here um, in joseph's family and said uh, in verse three said um and now israel you know jacob here he loved joseph more than all his children because he was a son of his old age <laughs> yeah so uh, daddy's got a favorite and uh, uh, so, you know, Jacob here, uh, who's who's called Israel later, you know, he he, uh, you know, he's, God sort of renames people, right? He took Abram and made him Abraham, the father of many nations. You know, Jacob here, uh, a little bit of a scoundrel, and you know, he wrestles uh, um, with uh, with God, wrestles with the angel, and and. He uh, uh, gets his hip out of joint and stuff, but uh, you know he becomes Israel. Uh, we see that uh, that uh, he he he's had children by other wives uh, when he was young, when he was younger. But now he's sort of getting up there in age, and you know he had this uh, this son and Joseph, and so. Um, so that's his his uh, favorite son, and maybe he, um, you know, favors him a little bit, and uh, all the other sons can uh, see that Daddy favors Joseph. You know, it says here that uh, you know Dad gave uh, gave him a tunic of many colors, and when his brothers saw that uh, their father loved him more than than all their the, his brothers, they hated him <laughs> and couldn't speak peaceably to him. So they're they're all the time uh, bickering with him, fighting with him, you know. 
Uh, there's no peace in the family, so to speak. You know, we, you know, we all want peace. You know, that's something that we all seek. <clears throat> but uh, sometimes it's hard to, to get. And, and, you know, in peace, you know, peace is good, but it's in those times of turmoil that we have the opportunity to grow that we have the opportunity to mature. Um, we find out some things about ourselves as well as other people. You know, if everything's going uh, great, um, then you might have some uh, um, some things that maybe you should work on with you, your own character. Um, you know, the, some, uh, some things that you need to be aware of, but you're not aware of them because everything's going great. But when everything starts falling apart, then you can say, oh, well, man, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, I can see how I kind of caused that, or, oh, oh, I can see the flaw in my other brother, you know, and, you know, I don't want to have, you know, I got to check to make sure I don't have that flaw in me, and so on. So, um, you know, just because we have tough time, <laughs> um, God hasn't forsaken us. You know, there's a lot of people that think that, you know, when everything is um, hunky-dory, you know, when everything is great, you know, God's with us, God's blessing us, um, and, uh, and, and, but when things start turning sour, oh, God has forsaken me, you know, God is uh, uh, not protecting me anymore, you know, what kind of God would let this happen? Well, sometimes God will, um, you know, let you get into a situation so that you can learn a few things so that you can grow so that you can mature so that he can use you for something greater a little bit later we see that's that's what happens here with with joseph (laughs) and then on the other hand there's sometimes that we just do some stupid stuff and we get our own self into trouble but god will still take you know our stupid uh, stupidity uh and make something good out of it you know, God is great at, you know, taking bad situations and bringing something good from that. <clears throat> okay, so we see that uh, Joseph is um, um, having some problems with his brothers. His bro- brothers, uh, um, you know, are, are mad at him. They argue with him. They, uh, you know, putting him down all the time and stuff. And, you know, they... Uh, they're sort of jealous of him because he's daddy's favorite in this. And then in verse 5, it says, Joseph had a dream, and he told it to his brothers, and they hated him even more. Yeah. You know, God speaks to all of us in, in different ways. Um, he speaks to us all in the same way, but, but he also – uh, speaks to us differently because we're different individuals. Um, and so Joseph uh, got a dream here uh, from God. And, you know, he's young, he's excited, and uh, he tells his dream to his brothers. Well, you know, maturity here a little bit. His brothers uh, already don't like him <laughs> a whole lot. And his dream doesn't help a lot either. Um, you know, the, there might be a moral of the story here. You know, uh, be careful who you share your uh, your dreams uh, with, because 
there is a tendency there's there's always some people that don't want you to succeed you know they want to knock you down uh you know if you're succeeding then you're uh, you know um you know, you're you're getting you're doing more than they're doing and they don't like that and so that's sort of what's happening with his brother but yeah his dream verse seven um, you know, he's telling them to, you know, hear, hear his dream. He says, I've got this dream, uh, which I've dreamed. He says, uh, we were binding sheaves in the field. Then behold, my sheaf arose and also stood upright. And indeed, your sheaves stood all uh, around and bowed down to my sheaf. And his brother said to him, shall you indeed reign over us? Or shall you indeed have dominion over us? You know, so th- so they hated him even more for his dreams and for his words. Now, who are you? Who are you, little brother, to to say you're going to rule over us? Yeah, we'll we'll knock you inside the head or something. You know, you know how brothers are. <laughs> okay, so um, yeah, it was a dream, and it was a dream from God. Um. Uh, but he's telling his brothers, and so his brothers are getting mad at him because, hey, you want us to bow down to you? <laughs> you, know, you who, who are you for? You know, we're the older brothers. You know, you're supposed to bow down to us. And, and you know, there's a little bit of truth to that in, in the natural, um, but, you know, the spiritual supersedes the natural. Um <clears throat> But that wasn't bad enough. He had another dream. <laughs> and then he told this dream to his brothers and said, um, look, I've had another dream. This time the sun, the moon, and 11 stars, uh, they all bound down to me. And he went and told that dream to his father, too, and his mother. And, and so uh, he told it to his father and his brothers. His father rebuked him. And said, what is this dream that you've dreamed? Shall your mother and I and your brothers indeed come to bow down to the earth before you? And his brothers envied him. But the father kept the matter in mind. So so his dream is, hey, brothers, not only are you going to bow down, but mom and dad's going to bow down to me too. Now that's sort of a... Uh, a big boast here, isn't it? <laughs> that, you know, that your mom and dad is going to bow down to you. So dad gets on him a little bit, rebukes him. But dad's smart enough to, re- to realize, hey, there's something going on here. And, you know, it says there that, uh, you know, he, he uh, kept that matter in mind. So he thought about that. And and that's what we need to do sometimes when when something comes up that's a little bit usual. We might need to pause and think about that. So so we'll take a, a quick break, and we'll be back in just a moment. We hope you are enjoying today's show. We believe that God has given us a voice to impact communities and regions all over the world. If you would like to make sure that voice is heard, please partner with us today by visiting www.expressionradio.org and click Donate. You can also text give by texting the dollar amount followed by the word radio to the number 84321. First time text givers, please choose Expression Church of Huntington when prompted. All gifts are tax deductible. 
Join us as we change the world. Well, welcome back. You know, we're talking about Joseph here and him having his dream and uh, telling his family about it, how uh, everybody's going to be bowing down to him. And, you know, that's kind of hard for the for the family to take. And so uh, um, we see on down here that, uh, you know, his brothers uh, take uh, the, the flocks out into the, the field. And, uh, you know, people at this time, uh, you know, they're, they're kind of nomadic because you got big herds and, you know, they eat up the grass and you got to move them around a lot. And, and um, so uh, Joseph uh, is, is called before dad. And his dad tells him uh, to to go to go check on his brothers and uh, check on the the herd. I remember earlier he he had uh, told on his brothers because they weren't doing what they're supposed to do. So so um, so he's telling uh, Joseph, hey hey, go down there and check on your brothers again. You know, make sure that they're uh, uh, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Make sure that the that the, the flock is is okay. And then uh, bring word back to me. And so he sent him out to the valley of uh, Hebron, and uh, he went to uh, Shechem. Um, and But he went there, and he's looking around, and he's trying to find his brothers, and he's looking out in the fields, uh, but they're not there. And so this uh, says a certain man found him. Uh, as he's wandering in the fields, and they ask him, says, you know, uh, hey, hey, what, what are you doing out here? What are, you, what are you looking for? And so he tells him, hey, I'm looking for my brothers and uh, and the flock here. They, they're supposed to be feeding here. <clears throat> and so uh, verse 17, the man tells them that they uh, have left, and they've gone down to Dotham. And so Joseph leaves and go, goes down to Dotham, you know, they've already kind of ate up the grass there, um, and so they moved on. And so as he's traveling over to Dotham, where they're at, you know, they're, uh, his brothers are, are encamped there, and they saw, saw him coming, uh, you know, a long ways off. And they recognized that uh, it's Joseph. Maybe they recognized that uh, coat of many colors or something, but they knew it's him. And um, says they conspired against him to kill him. Yeah, there's that brother of ours. Yeah, says uh, they said to one another, look, this dreamer is coming. Therefore, let us now kill him and cast him into some pit. So we shall say some wild beast has destroyed him. We shall see what will become of his dreams. Look, the dreamer cometh. Yeah, there's our little brother, the big dreamer. Yeah, let's let's kill him and let's see uh, how his dreams come to come to uh, to to fare then. Um, so you can see, you know, uh, this sibling uh, sibling uh, rivalry rivalry is um, pretty serious. <laughs> you know, they 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 want to kill him, <coughs> and so um, says that. Uh, uh, it came to pass, you know, that uh, he, he comes there to his brothers, and they uh, strip Joseph of his tunic and the uh, the tunic of many colors, and uh, they took him and they cast him in a pit. So they threw him down a well, but it was uh, empty. There was no water in it. 
And so, uh, uh, oh, uh, oh, oh, Joseph has been uh, beaten up. He's been, uh, you know, his coat and stuff has been stripped off of him and uh, torn, and and he, he's thrown down into a pit, down into a well. And uh, so then they sit down to, to eat a meal. And um, <laughs> we see here that, uh, uh, you know, this, this, they saw these caravan coming, uh, these Ishmaelites. Um, and they were uh, uh, coming, and they were carrying spices and stuff, and they were headed down to Egypt. And so uh, Judah said, uh, you know, what profit is there if we kill our brother and conceal his blood? The blood says, uh, let us sell him to the Ishmaelites. And so, uh, you know, Reuben, uh, Reuben was a brother also that earlier – uh, you know, when he heard that they wanted to kill him, uh, you know, he said, hey, 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 let's don't kill our brother. Let's don't get our brother's blood on our hands. You know, that that that'd be awful. Yeah, let's go ahead and throw him in the pit. You know, <laughs> you know, he, he, he didn't want to completely stand up against his brothers because uh, he might end up like Joseph. But he's he doesn't want to see Joseph killed. He wants to save his brother. So he's telling his brothers. Yeah, let's just go ahead and throw him in the pit, and he 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 goes along with that part because secretly he wants to come back a little bit later and get Joseph out of the pit and get him back to dad. You know, so he wants to save his brother. You know, he doesn't really want uh, harm to come to him. So so Reuben um, uh, helped save him to start with. And now they see this caravan coming, and Judah says, hey, uh, well, instead of killing him, let's make some money off of him. <laughs> you know, let's sell him and let them take him down to Egypt and sell him as a slave. <clears throat> and so um, they return to the pit, and uh, uh, we see that uh, when Reuben returned to the pit, <laughs> Joseph isn't there. And so he goes to his brothers and um Hey, what's going on? Well, man, yeah, we, we've sold him. We got uh, 20 pieces of silver. And so uh, they take his tunic of many colors, and they've uh, ripped it apart. They've uh, smeared uh, goat blood all over it. Um, and they say, hey, Dad, look what we found. You know, is, is this your son's coat? <laughs> you know, hey, Daddy, Daddy, look, look. You know, something must have happened to Joe. Is this Joseph's coat? Oh, oh my! You know what? What happened to him? You know, some some beast must have eaten him up. We couldn't find any part of him, but all we can find <clears throat> was this bloody coat. <clears throat> I'm kind of paraphrasing a little bit, but uh, that's the gist of the story. And so, um, <laughs> you know, Jacob does recognize the coat. And he goes into mourning. He puts on uh, sackcloth, and he mourns for his son. They try to comfort Dad, but Dad won't let them uh, comfort him. And he says, I shall go down to the grave to my, uh, to my son in mourning. And says, thus his father wept for him. So uh, those uh, uh, people that had uh, taken Joseph down to Egypt, they uh, they sold him into slavery. They sold him to Potiphar. Uh, Potiphar was an officer of the captain and a captain of the guard. So uh, they sell him to to Potiphar. Now 
so it looks like you know Joseph's world has completely fell apart. Um, you know Joseph has had this dream that uh, you know he's going to be somebody big. He's going to be the big shot. And maybe he, you know, being a seventeen-year-old kid, maybe he lets it go to his head or something. Um, you know, but he's telling his brothers about it, and and they're saying, "What do you mean, you know, that we're all going to bow down to you? Who are you? You know, you're just our younger brother." And that that hatred festered. You know, we got to be careful. You know, if we, you know, we can dislike something that somebody does or something that somebody says. But the old devil wants to put hatred in our heart. <laughs> um, if we if we see that hatred entering into our heart, we need to check that because once we let that in, it starts to fester and it starts to grow and it starts to eat on us and it makes us do bad things. And so, you know, they they took their brother. Yeah, they didn't kill him, but they sold him into slavery and then lied to dad that uh, some wild beast had eat him up. So Joseph, uh, he could say, well, you know, wait a minute, I, I have my dream. You know, I have my dream that I'm, I'm going to be a ruler. I'm going to rule over all of you, but, oh, wait a minute, I'm in slavery now. You know. Joseph didn't say that. You know, Joseph didn't say, well, God has forsaken me. You know, you know, oh, woe is me. That That's our tendency, isn't it? When bad things happen to us, we want to say, oh, woe is me. Oh, you know, where are you, God? Well, God was right there with him. Because as we jump over into uh, chapter 39, we won't have time to go through all that. But um, Joseph is lifted up. Even though he's in slavery, um, you know, uh, Joseph still has his integrity. So even thing ba- even when bad things happen to you, even when you're thrown in the pit, even when you're oh, thrown into to, uh, slavery, you can still walk with God. You know, have your integrity to walk with God and trust God and look to God because God elevated uh, Joseph's status there with Potiphar, and Potiphar is going to put him in charge of his whole household, and and uh, so he is rising up, you know, and he's uh, uh, in good shape once again. Now, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll yeah, we'll continue this story the uh, uh, next week too. But you know, go ahead and read there in the, you know chapter thirty nine and forty of uh, of of Genesis, and you see that uh, Joseph will go from uh, from being thrown in the pit to being sold into slavery uh, to being put into prison, but finally he's going to be made. Uh, so the the uh, second in command of all of Egypt, of all of Egypt, and all of Egypt bows down to him except the Pharaoh. You know he's over everything. He's uh, the only thing that's over him is the Pharaoh himself. Um, and he, the Pharaoh told him, "Hey, whatever he tells you to do, do it," and gave him the signet ring. Which which means you know back in olden times you you know, you, you make a document a law you put the 
the the wax on it and you took the ring and pressed it down in it and that was the signature of the government uh showing that it's the official so he had the power to do uh things officially for the government of egypt whatever he uh saw fit to do (laughs) and uh you know long uh long story (laughs) making it real short uh, you know the the his family will have to come into egypt because of that famine and they do bow down to him so uh, you know god is good but joseph goes through all this but he ends up saving his family from the famine you know joseph had to go through all this so he could be the savior of his family um so he is sort of a uh, a, a Christ type in, in that respect as well. And so, uh, you know, read that and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get back with you next week and sort of continue the story. But until next time, this is uh, Larry Bryant with Truth Talk. We hope you are enjoying today's show. We believe that God has given us a voice to impact communities and regions all over the world. If you would like to make sure that voice is heard, please partner with us today by visiting www.expressionradio.org and click donate. You can also text give by texting the dollar amount followed by the word radio to the number 84321. First time text givers, please choose Expression Church of Huntington when prompted. All gifts are tax deductible. Join us as we change the world.